Hello, dear starshines. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. Um, it looks like my signal might be a little low. So for those coming in for this conversation, please let me know in the chat comments that um, I'm coming through okay. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us star seeds, way showers, and new paradigm visionaries. See, we have capacities, abilities that are not necessarily embraced by our larger human family. Therefore, we have very unique perspectives to the kinds of challenges that we're faced with during this chaotic time of change on our planet. So I'm here to give to the best of my ability a liberated perspective to these to this chaos, to these challenges to help you navigate this your reality. Right. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, Bev. Thank you so much for confirming this signal is good. And hello, Spirit Bound Neo. Welcome. Glad to have you guys here. Um, I'm coming in a little disheveled. I, I was busy uh, adulting, doing stuff, and it wasn't until about half a, a little less than a half hour before this broadcast that I realized what time it was, and I still had to shower and all that good stuff. So <laughs> I'm going to take a minute to settle in here with you guys. So just take a few breaths, settle in. <sighs> settle, settle, settle. We have some very interesting things to talk about. There have been pretty extraordinary human feedback loops, reflections of the different interstellar, stellar, galactic, intergalactic events that have been happening over the past several months slash years. So I wanna talk about that. And I also wanna talk about what this looks like for each and every one of us on a personal level, okay? <clears throat> so go ahead and say hi when you jump in. Let me know you're here. All right. So where do I begin? A lot has happened since my last chat, since the last time we got together last week. A lot, a lot has happened. In the U.S., of course, there was the 4th of July, which is, yeah, you know, big deal, not really a big deal. Um, it was kind of fun here. Uh, where I'm at, it's a predominantly um, Latin community, and it's funny because they love their fireworks. <laughs> it really sounded like there was a battle, you know, a battle going on <laughs> um, because every single uh, block had dozens of people firing off fireworks. So there were like, you know, boom, shit. <laughs> going on for well over an hour and i found it very interesting that you know as one group would have their crescendo of fireworks the next group's crescendo happened and then the next group's crescendo so it was like this prolonged <laughs> barrage <laughs> and um, i was chuckling about this because this really is um how um, americans uh associate their freedom is with the great battles that that um, we have endured so it really felt like, you know, um, there was a, uh, a metaphoric, so to speak, uh, celebration and willingness to, you know, step through what you need to step through in order to truly appreciate the freedoms that we have. Now, I know there's a lot of programming and stuff going on that manipulates us into different programs. I know that all that's happening, but I feel like these deep, interstellar intergalactic shifts that have been happening they're happening inside of each and every one of us and 
more and more people are waking up to what their truth is inside. And this particular area is very interesting because, you know, it's uh, mainly Latin and, you know, the family unit is very important in the Latin culture, as many of you guys might know. And it felt it felt like a, a, a coming together, if that's the way to say it. So uh, so this was interesting. But uh, the other thing that I really want to pull in here is a um a major piece of disclosure that i believe is also a reflection of the intergalactic interstellar shifts that have been occurring and that is a the release of a movie called sounds of freedom now here let me pull up because as you guys know i don't remember names very well <laughs> kind of names get lost unless i have a story to go along with the name and we've had a deep conversation chances are you know the name's not going to stick with me so um let me pull this up real quick because uh so the sound of freedom is a um movie about it's a major piece of disclosure it's a movie about child trafficking and there is this former FBI agent that um, his name is Tim that uh, was extremely moved and um, years ago by a story trying to get a brother united with the sister. And this movie is about that journey of him going into all these um, into the child trafficking rings in order to find the sister. And and uh, what's really interesting on an archetypal level is that the person chosen to play his role in this movie also played Jesus in, um, in a movie that came back several years ago. Um, and I can't remember the name of that movie, unfortunately, but I'm, I'm told it was a very graphic movie. I never watched it. My sister watched it um, because she wanted to watch it because she was studying Arabic at the time and she was really surprised on how much she understood because the language in the movie was primarily Aramaic. I believe it was a movie um, direct, directed by um, Mel Gibson. Um, the Assumption? Nope, that wasn't it. It was a movie about um, Jesus's life. Anyway, the man that's, that played Jesus is also playing the role of this, of this former FBI agent called named Tim. And in uh, the timing, the synchronicity of the releasing of this movie is quite interesting um, because I feel like, you know, those of us who look into alternative news, alternative stories, you know, a lot of things are capped conspiracy. And especially since COVID, a lot of these conspiracies have come out to be absolutely true, <laughs> you know, which and, and that truth gets through the mainstream, the mainstream human consciousness. And the narrative about the child trafficking thing was for a very long time played off as a conspiracy theory, not real, especially the really dark stuff. But what this movie shows is that this man has been uh, on the front lines of recovering these children and freeing all like thousands, tens of thousands of children from um, child trafficking, sex slavery, all this stuff. And, uh, and that he's been doing it for decades. Right. And he, um, in some of these interviews, go on YouTube, they're all, it's all over the place on YouTube. Um, in these interviews, he's talking about the tens of thousands that they've rescued and their process of, you know, uh, rehabilitating and all this stuff. So the coming out of this movie is finally acknowledging the traumas that have been happening on a mass level to the world's innocence, the world's children. 
Okay, and I feel like this is a direct feedback loop to some very important interstellar intergalactic events that have taken place. One of them has been the arrival of the divine masculine. I'm talking about the not not the distorted masculine Yahweh God that we've been talked about, but the true principles of divine masculine frequencies. And the fact that this movie came out, it's, it is in theaters. It was released July 4th, which was also in alignment with the Syrian Stargate. Okay. So you guys, you right? You guys remember me talking about the Syrian Stargate opening and being open for a prolonged period of time, which is highly, highly, um, it, which is unprecedented, okay, in the human history, as far as I know, and the different elemental beings that I know also talk about this being the first that it's been open in a prolonged way. So I feel like this, the production of this movie, the making of it, the release of it in major theaters is a feedback loop of the rise of divine masculine principles in the collective. It's like the collective is now ready to receive it. The collective is now ready to wake up to it. Okay. So these rolling disclosures are fascinating. We had um, Greer with the ET connection. We have um, we have uh, this this sound of freedom um, thing coming on uh, and being released in theaters. So it's taking that conspiracy niched out um, conversation into the mainstream, which is extraordinary. And there's another layer of disclosure going on, and that is via um, Bobby F. Kennedy and his run for the presidency he is really really disclosing the truth he's speaking truth which is fascinating i've never watched someone speak a politician i should say i've never watched a politician speak so clearly and, and convey stories that are talking about the truth, the history of the hijacking of our of our government governmental leaders, the history of the wars in our plant, you know, that the U.S. have been in, the histories of how this organization got together and this other organization organization got together. And what impresses me the most about him is that the way he talks about unity, unification, how we, how real leaders excuse me, there's, there's all kinds of energy moving in my solar plexus here, how real leaders look when that is they unify their people, they galvanize their people towards a greater cause instead of playing on the division and pitting groups of people against each other, which is what we've had since even before Trump, right? There's always, you know, this group against that group. And ever since um, our, our most recent president has, uh, taken over, you know, the division has just got even worse and worse and worse and worse, in my opinion. I don't really watch news. I don't even, I don't even have, I mean, I have a TV, but I've never turned it on. So, um, so, you know, I, I'm not really up on the actual news programming that's going on. I'm just, you know, it's the climate and the collective. Every time there's some, some story break about this group or that group, there's always someone to blame, some hate, some, something, right? And the way Bobby um, F. Kennedy comes about it, he just, by stark contrast, reveals, totally reveals the mind game that's being played. 
in our political system and our, and our media, right? So these layers of disclosure happening are quite literally landing so deeply inside of people. It doesn't even matter. And this is what I love about it. It doesn't even matter if you're left or right, Democrat, Republican, if you're black or if you're white or if you're Asian or if you're Latino, it doesn't even matter your social class or social group. It does not, none of that even matters. All these disclosures affect everybody. Okay. It's awakening everybody. And I really feel like this is a direct result of not just that Stargate being open on a long term, but also these, all these intergalactic pieces that are coming online for humanity right now. All right, dear sister Tammy, nice to see you, darling. Hi, Felicia, nice to see you too, dear. Um, um, Tammy says, are there videos of Bobby F. Kennedy on YouTube we can find in regards to what you're talking about? Absolutely. He's all over YouTube. Um, he has some really, really, him and his wife have done some really interesting interviews. One of them I thought was really lame because you could tell they're, you know, they're talking to a bunch of rich people. <laughs> in their in their mansion but um there's some other ones that are very interesting i would say um check out uh oh there's one called reclaiming democracy there's another one called um break um the breaking room um there's all these alternative new um, I, I believe even the hill has some interviews these are just some of those um inter internet news organizations there's a lot you could just google it or or uh safari or whatever and and they'll come up um there's one that he did called town hall the town hall meeting where he was speaking in new hampshire to a group of um i believe they were all associated with the ivy league school there um is it dartmouth or brown one of those i can't remember which one's there anyway and, and that one was phenomenal and I, I posted that actually on my personal wall on facebook which i'm almost never on <laughs> but um because there was a question posed to him by a woman saying listen if you become president how in the heck are you going to help heal the wounds of our people how are you going to help unify people and he told the most amazing story about his legacy you know his father's legacy his uncle's legacy and then how he sees his role and what really and what was so different about their personal philosophies and what was so different about his philosophy and i mean he it was a pretty long explanation to her question, but I'm telling you, by the time he finished, you could tell the whole, I was moved practically to tears, but the whole room was stunned. It's like, they have never heard a politician talk like that before, <laughs> you know, and you can feel the inspiration to rise, you know, so we, so all these disclosures are showing how our divides are completely made up of programs. They're not the truth of who we are. There's something arising from within us all. There's something arising that I feel is unstoppable, but what is arising is truly what's going to um, give people the courage, like the, like the fire inside of them, the true fire, the true, um, essence of spiritual fire inside of people where they are not going to be complacent anymore. They're not going to be too busy. They're going to actually step up and do what they know is right in their soul. You know, um, circling back around to the, um, to the child trafficking thing, you know, all, Oh, Tony Robbins also did an interview with these guys. When I listen to these men talk about the stories, of, you know, the stories of how this whole project got together, how he got into rescuing these children. I guess it started in Haiti. As you guys know, there was a very prolonged alternate 
um, alternate narrative about the Clinton Foundation and the terrible things that they didn't, they got caught doing in Haiti. The representatives got caught doing in Haiti, right? Stealing kids, all this stuff. That's where he, that's where he um, really got rolling in the, um, in the organization to, to get these kids out of these situations. But when you listen to all these men talk about the story, the journey, um, how it impacted them. It's like, you can see, I can see in their eyes, in their hearts that they are ablaze. They are ablaze with their divine masculine qualities. And, oh, wow. Emotion. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's a lot of emotion here. And, and especially the one with Tony Robbins, that was interesting. They all cried. They all at one point cried. Um, and they cried in honor of each other. Like, man, I got to tell you, watching you do this and how you did that. And like, while, while they are giving props to each other, they are all so moved and inspired by each other. And, you know, to see this is, is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal because that, that overrides the, the um, distorted reptilian predator program we have in our brains about competition, having to put one person down in order to feel a lift where there's winners and there's losers, you know, and, and this, this, the spirit of this is that we're all coming together to reclaim innocence, to reclaim the beauty of humanity, you know? So, if you guys have some time and you want to watch some YouTube videos, there's some, some threads for you to follow. Very inspirational. Um, and not, I mean, they do talk about the stuff and how awful some of it is. So there is some, some, you know, really dark stuff in there, but it's also, it's completely overshadowed, overshadowed by the inspiration about, by the, the beauty of coming together, supporting each other all the way to help each other realize one's vision, realize what, you know, a vision of what truly is important to them and their personal principles, their personal value system, you know? So, um, exciting times, guys, exciting times. We are all being called to our authentic truth. And in that there's this, I want to say river flow. There's this current that pulls us up into our bigger truth, into our personal value system and standing up from that and speaking from that place. And, you know, this is a huge, um, uh, tipping point because before the currents of the collective were, were geared towards separation, were geared towards, you know, power abuses, you know, the, you know, the grid work, the grid work programming, you know, that was informing us on a subconscious level, you know, keeping us down, keeping us enemies, keeping us separate, um, either, you know, socially, racially, uh, gender wise, whatever, you know, and it's really fascinating that now for those who actually are willing to know how they feel and get into what their authentic truth is, the current is so strong for them to step forward and speak, step forward and live with their actions according to their personal principles, what their inner value system is, right? I'm so excited for humanity right now. So, so, so excited. These pieces are influencing us on very deep levels. Our conscious mind is like 10% of the 90% that's creating our reality and motivating our actions. Uh, I'm sorry, there's, gonna, there's a truck here. So it's gonna, there's going to be some beeping. I apologize for the noise. You know, and this is, this is a, a major piece. We really need this piece because, uh, you know, 
our innocence. We need to reclaim our innocence. We need to reclaim the real beauty of who we are and live from that space, feel okay living from that space. This is how we change the world. We change the world by our personal connections and that has a ripple effect through the larger collective. So when a leader steps up and spouts these programs of division and lies, it's obvious that it's lies. It has no place to land because the current that's running through people's subconscious is no longer in alignment with that. It's no longer in congruency with that. You see what I mean? So a lot of these narratives are just falling away faster and faster and faster. And it's not about political affiliation in any way, shape or form. It's people want to have a good life. They want to have their loved ones. They have a good life. They want their children to have a good life. Right. And, um, and this is all going towards that direction. And so excited, so excited. Now, what does this mean for us at a personal level, right? I talked a little bit about personal values, right? What is your, what are your inner values? What's important to you, right? And this is a conversation we've had in Light Body many times over, because sometimes it's not so clear what our values are. A lot of times what we think is a value is actually a, a program, a family program or a cultural program. And it's not actually really in alignment with our, our deep truth inside, what we yearn for, what we really want to experience for ourselves. Now, I've said before in these chats, my personal value, um, my highest personal value is freedom, inner freedom. That is number one. And so my thoughts, my actions, my um, my envisioning, everything is in alignment with that highest principle for myself, that value for myself. OK, and of course, there's secondary values with within that. But as long as I stay true to myself in my actions, my thoughts, my words, you know, that I, I get to realize that principle and that principle becomes very strong, so strong that when things do go sideways, things do go awry, things, you know, really um, get difficult. It's like a pillar that I can relax into. So I can relax into my deeper authentic truth instead of the ego driver mind programs that are racing, 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 looping, 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 holding me in misery and suffering. Okay. So it takes a lot of courage to do that because you have to let go of the ego driver mind thoughts and that kind of validation. And instead drink, become nourished from a much deeper well inside. And the key to doing that is knowing how you feel, knowing how you feel in any given moment. Now, we all get busy and we get disconnected sometimes to how we feel. And I get that because that's our conditioning programming, all this stuff. But when we take time for ourselves, that quality time, what makes that time quality is that we're using that time to feel how we feel, to know where we are at in relationship to something else, in relationship to something's happening, say a tragedy happens, right? Really knowing how you feel inside, you know, aside, you know, different than the mind thoughts. Now, there's a lot of people getting sick right now. There's a lot of people checking out. Um, uh, so, you know, there's, there's grief, lots of grief to deal with. Then there's also um, fear to deal with because now everything's going to change. Everything's going to be different. Now what, you know? When we are really solid in our principles and we feel supported and nourished by that, the unknown is not quite as scary because we can 
have, there's like an inertia that opens our vision. And we realize that this, this, um, this ending that just happened is actually a, opens up potential for something else, something new to come in. And that part of us that's really in trust with ourselves, that is true to ourselves, right? We're true to how we feel and what our principles are. That actually supports us in feeling excited for this new, whatever this new might be. Because it's not about trusting people around you. It's about trusting yourself. You know, one of the worst things we can do is betray ourselves and our own principles. Because when we do that, right, we we lose life force energy. We diminish ourselves. And then we get desperate and we need other people to, we need other people's reflections of us to get a sense of feeling better. But that's all false. That's all a lie. Because people don't know you like you know you. People can't know you like you know you. Okay. This is all about your experience and why your soul has you waking up every day and getting out of bed. There's a reason your soul has your, has you doing that. Okay. And that reason is not to play the rat race. That reason is much deeper in its truth and, and much simpler. Really, usually those um, our souls are here because we want to experience, maybe we want to experience love. Maybe we want to experience, um, connection you know what i mean want to experience what it's like to be like this what it's like to be like that and a lot of times these experiences our soul wants us to have it's so we can liberate ourselves from what is not that okay so the journey is at first a, you know feeling into and and uh, dissolving transmuting acknowledging whatever what is not what we want and then as we go through that and really stay true to ourselves then out on the other side of the tunnel we see ah this is the truth of what i want this is truly why i want to get out of bed and face my day you see what i mean so so I have an interesting story. I, I love feedback loops. Feedback loops, aka synchronicities, um, is a language that I rely on a lot because, you know, things happen inside and I still have those thoughts like, all right, that that actually shifts something. And it's not until the feedback loop comes, do I realize, aha, yeah, this did happen. This is, you know, this is happening. And the clearer you become inside, the quicker those feedback loops happen, the quicker the synchronicities happen. And here's what happened. And I'm so full of gratitude for the amazing, the amazing men in my life. I have such, I'm blessed to have such integral men in my life. Um, and, and it's moments like these that it really shines through, you know, and, and here's what happened. So, you know, the 4th of July thing came around and I am having different, we're doing dream clinics um in light body and we're going we're tracking through dream time we're we're doing uh energy tracking practices we're, you know we're doing all this stuff right and uh in in one of our um it was probably a lab um the elemental realm was really strong working with us and what happened was we were all gifted a transmission and it was a and it was a transmission to call forward, anchor in, and integrate divine masculine father, okay? Now I'm talking like beyond the galactic level, there's a cosmic masculine father, just like there's cosmic mother, right? So it's the true qualities of this cosmic father frequency. 
some might call them father god i don't like that word god because it's been twisted and hijacked a lot so the, the very vibration of it you know a little treacherous but um so this this happens and and you know we we conclude our lab but um this kept coming forward more and more and more and i had an experience of like an anchor point like a real a deep transmission like integration piece that happened and um, I was in an altered state for quite some time, but the feedback loop, the actual experience itself is not important, but the actual feedback loop of what happened the, the, the following days and including today. So this was, this was okay. Yeah. So this is three days ago, right? So this integration piece happens. I feel this massive opening inside. So beautiful, so strong, so solid, like really tangible. It felt like, and then, when you know it, over the past two days, including today, I hear from every single amazing integral, integrated man in my life. They all reach out. They all reach out to talk to me. <laughs> you know, some reach out just to say hi. They've been thinking about me. It's been a while, and they wanted to catch up. Others, you know, calling because they wanted to share a giggle moment. Others, um, another it was calling because um, they wanted to see if um, if I needed help with anything because you know there's some detailed stuff going on in my life. You know what I mean? This so it's like one by one, each of these amazing men reach out out of the blue just to connect with me and talk okay so um, i don't know if it was the tuesday lab tabby it might have been even even before that i don't remember you know all the time my my brain doesn't work in time <laughs> it all just kind of this is all together so when i say the other day the other day could mean last week or a month ago and you know there's no linearness in my mind doesn't it doesn't work but um, the one, the, the, the feedback loop that really got me, the feedback loop that really, really got me was there was these, there was a community of guys when I was in Montana, I had kind of a crazy situation ar arise and there's a group of guys there that really helped me through it. You know, they helped me a lot. I mean, we shared stories and, you know, they got, it, they got activated talking and I was, you know, they're very, you know, mountain men, right? Very normal mountain men you know, like to, you know, do have, you know, drink and do all that stuff. Not normally my scene. And I was just very honest with them talking about things. So my nickname, so I got a nickname because I talked about Sasquatch all the time, you know, because <laughs> I do, because they're, they're mountain men, they're hunters. So I'm inquiring, have you, have you ever, ever seen signs of a Sasquatch or have you heard any, any of your friends have a Sasquatch story? You know, the, these kinds of things is a standard a line of questioning that I have for people that I know spend a lot of time in the forest, right? So I befriended them. I, so by the time I left that area, I, they gave me the nickname Crazy Pants because I talked about, because I talked about crazy stuff that they loved. It really like triggered things. But I even got a phone call from them. They heard through the grapevine that something, you know, really good happened in my world. And they wanted to call me and congratulate me and let me know just, you know, how happy they were and um, that they're thinking about me and they really miss my crazy stories. And they're wondering if I had any new stories. I mean, a group call with these guys. <laughs> and when I got off the phone, this was just last night, I got off the phone. I'm just like, you know, you know, the, the men of this world, it doesn't matter if you're spiritual or not. It doesn't matter how you categorize yourself or characterize yourself right? 
the truth is the truth and these and the collective men are waking up to it they are saying yes they're saying yes they're saying yes so that's you know that's gender specific to men but this is also you know our own inner masculine for the women out there our own inner masculine aspects as we feel more safe and secure inside of ourselves we can let ourselves be naturally our, our, our authentic self. We don't need to play the programs. We don't need to play the roles of what it is to be a good girl, what it is to be a good wife, what it is to be a good girlfriend, what is it to be like this or like that. We, you know, all those programs, we can let them just go because we feel safe and secure inside of ourselves. It's an energy that's inside of us. So the sound of freedom, this this disclosure that's happening, I really feel like it's 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 rising within us all. This divine masculine principle. It's rising within us all, and it's helping us all step into the truth of who we are, and truly be how we want to be. Real connection. I mean, real connection. All humans are made to be connected. We're all deeply woven like this. We're all woven like this. I know we don't want to admit that. We want to think that we're separate, but we're not. We are a drop in a vast ocean. And what happens in the ocean over here has a ripple effect eventually there. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's what happens on the other side of the world gets felt, gets felt by those, by those everywhere. So these acts that these men are doing to liberate children and and help them reclaim their innocence and be children again, all this thing, we feel this inside. There are courageous, amazing men on this planet doing beautiful things. And that, in fact, that affects us inside. Okay. And it also for all of us, all, all the women and all the inner feminine aspects, it's also calling us, our feminine nature, to rise even more, right? To rise. And, you know, I, uh, so I get to spend, I have the luxury of spending a lot of alone time which is something I need. This is this is how I, I can stay clear and how I feel and where I'm at. And I'm processing a lot of energy, um, you know, not just collectively, but within the academy. And, you know, there's a lot that's working through me. And a dear sister Starshine, I had a I had a vision and an experience one night and I felt like this massive shift within my womb space, like this big click just happened. And I felt I felt like like an empress type quality come out that was absolutely indestructible indestructible beautiful kind gentle nurturing all those things but there's this level another level of indestructibility that i could touch inside and the next day dear starshine the academy um, shares with me that she had a really extraordinary um, womb space activation that she did with the dear starshine and that it was one of the first times she can really feel the cords leaving and the templates dissolving. And these are distortion templates to how we relate to the opposite sex and how we relate to ourselves. She said she can, this is one, that was one of the first times that she can really feel, see, sense, taste, know these structures leaving her body and her system. And that she felt so completely activated. 
And as she's telling me the story, I, I look at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I was with you on that. I felt that happen. Because <laughs> afterwards, I felt this whole other level of indestructibility. So I shared my vision with her and what happened. And she's like, yes, that's it. That's exactly how I felt afterwards. Okay. So now in the academy, we're very tight knit. You know, we have a lot of trust for each other and that's because we're all committed. We're also deeply committed to our authenticity, our authentic truth and showing up for each other. And there's no, you know, one person's like this and another person's like that. And that doesn't happen because when we show up in our authentic truth, you have great value. You have great value in how you show up, the space you hold, the things you have to share, your observations, you have great value. So skill set is not really um, a, as much of a factor, you know. So on a collective level, when we have people like Bobby F. Kennedy speaking truth as a real leader, you know, holding that archetype, we have um, Tim, I wish I had, it's not Burton. I don't know his, his name, Tim, the, the child, uh, uh, the, the child slavery guy, savior guy. Um, when we have him doing that and then you have all these really big names backing his work and funding, and then you have all these, um, then you have Greer and all the, all the, um, information that he's bringing out and all the courage, wh courageous whistleblowers and all these people stepping forward that impacts us, that impacts us because these are people at risk of to their own well-being to stand in their authentic truth and speak it out loud and be seen be acknowledged be heard they are doing that and as they do that that sparks that the holy fire inside of them that's why they're doing it the holy that that sacred fire is ablaze within their spirit that's why they're doing that right and each time they do that over and over and over again and then in a mass collective level that paves the way for our for us to step into it too. You see what I mean? So when you have a lot of groups buying in on a collective level to these division divisive narratives, it fractures us inside, even if we don't participate outwardly in it because of our interconnectedness, we are impacted. We are impacted. All right, dear sister Felicia says, I call this experience synchronicity harmonic.
Here we are. Jeez, oh man. Thanks guys for sticking around. Yeah, I wonder if uh I wonder if the com word combination was too much for the system. It's interesting how that happens, huh? Let me know that the signal is happening, uh, if the signal's still okay. Uh, sometimes the um, internet around here is, is a little dodgy, so please let me know that it's still good. Sorry about that interruption. Okay. All right, thank you, Bev. Am I back? Am I back? All right, where was I? Oh, I was on a tangent too. I go into those tangents and um, I have to circle back around where I was. Hey, Tony, good to see you, darling. Okay, here we go. Okay, so arising from within us. And we are all so deeply connected. So what happens on one side of the planet happens here inside, inside of us. Okay, so this idea of us and them is a lie and the more that these separation um grids and some people call it polarity grids as you know all these um all these different um lock frequency consciousness lockdown systems as they dissolve we come more and more into our unity into our truth and this is something that a lot of star seeds need to remember you know our very beingness, this is why it really helps. Our very beingness really does impact the collective because as all these consciousness grid pieces collapse or get unwound or unanchored or, you know, there's lots of different ways to do this. Um, we um, get this pillar of strength that arises inside of us and we become more anchored in who we are and we get faced with living according to our true principles on yet another level, right? So knowing what our truth is and, and living in thought, action, and words in a way that's harmonic to our, our authentic truth is like a pillar of strength for our community. It's within ourselves, our family, and our community. They may not outwardly know that or be able to acknowledge that or even believe that but that doesn't matter because we know that we are all so deeply intricately connected so deeply woven together that um, this idea of separation isn't the truth it's not true at all so this is why the forgiveness practice is something that I love so much to bring to people because this helps us show up in a completely different way to the things that hurt us inside. Back, not for me. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me check with Bev. Bev. Oh, it's back. She says it's back. Okay. Um, try refreshing your screen, darling Felicia. See if that, see if that does it. Um, I'm getting on this piece here. So the Syrian Stargate that's open in the long term, it's really, really um, flooding our fields, our collective fields, our planetary fields with these frequencies. And just so you know, that energy is in congruency with the true light body templates of not just this planet, but our, but our individuations as well. So all of these different um, inversions and reversals and distortions of that um, have been, you know, informing our existence for so long, they're getting reinformed by this Syrian energy, the star energy. Okay. And 
this brings us to crisis points inside of ourselves. So, I mean, right now I feel like, you know, the world's full of miracles, but if this is not your experience, if, if things are exploding in your face, if, if you're like waking up in total misery, if you just want to be, you know, stoned or drunk all day, or if you just want to, you know, stay on video games and Netflix all day, or, you know what I mean? If, if you really don't want to exist anymore in this world there, it's because there are these structures that are, not in alignment with the truth of who you are, are up in your face. You need to look at the lies that you subconsciously or consciously accepted as the truth about yourself your entire life. Okay. That's why this is happening. So this is where that forgiveness practice comes in. Now I'm not talking about ego driver forgiveness. I'm talking about a collective wave of forgiveness to pain, to suffering, to traumas. Okay. The way we do it, is it's an ancestral it's an ancestral and collective spiritual team effort you are not um offering forgiveness or asking forgiveness on solely behalf of you the individuation in this in this bio suit you are offering waves of compassion and forgiveness to other beings that can't forgive themselves okay and as you do that with all of your ancestors, your mother and your father going all the way back before time was time. And you're doing this with all of your um, interdimensional entourage, spiritual guide team, whatever you want to call that. When all of you are together in a collective, this strong, benevolent radiance of truth, compassion, beauty and love you're in this field like that and you are calling forward on different aspects to offer forgiveness and to ask to be forgiven do you know have this this process like that it's not about you the ego driver at all even though you may have used your ego driver to get to the peace to forgive right but the actual act the energetic alchemy is a collective process it's a collective experience. Quite literally, your ancestors get liberated from pain, suffering, trauma that they have passed down the line for thousands of years when you do it like this. Your even spiritual lineages get liberated because as you guys probably know, most actually all the mystery schools on this planet were hijacked at one point in time. Okay. The tantric energies, the sexual energies, this has been hijacked. So this, this, the Stargate that I'm talking about, all of these experiences are in our light body on our, on our light body level. We're multidimensional. So it's our light body level and it's getting reinformed. So all those structures that we are personality, ego driver, that um, all those structures that we are personality, ego driver, believe are so, or have conclusions about, or want to be so, or are invested in, that's what's in our face. That's what's exploding in our face right now. And the process, the, the alchemical forgiveness process, like we do it, this is a key to alchemizing this to liberating yourself from this suffering from liberating yourself and your people going back before timeless time from this from this agony from this misery okay and as you your subconscious your ego driver all these layers of you experience this alchemy you can have this rise of your spirit happen and you spending time noticing how you feel in every given moment you'll be able to truly let it go You'll be able to let the pain go. You'll be able to let the stories go and step into a deeper truth inside of yourself. The story of your pain gets changed 
it, it alchemizes into the story, the journey of what you and your people have went through to find healing, to get to unity, to reunite. Okay. This is what changing your story is all about. It's not just a story you make up in your head. It's a true feeling of a sacred drama that has been unfolding throughout your Akasha, throughout your ancestry for thousands of years. It's a drama that has taken tens of thousands of years to write. And here in this lifetime, you get to add the chapter of liberation to it. You see, to that story. So we're faced with a lot of truth right now and we need to reconcile that inside of ourselves. I'm a huge believer, like I said, in forgiveness. I also advocate on freeing, freeing your love. This is what I've been talking about the past couple weeks in the chats, how liberating is, how liberating it is to eliminate the reasons why not to love, the reasons why you have inside of yourself, you can't love, you can't love yourself, can't love another. You know, you can use forgiveness to alchemize that so you can truly be free to feel however you're going to feel. You feel good. You feel good. You feel free in that. And you can express it and share it with others. When you share your good feeling with others, your good nature, you know, that that has a direct impact with every, everybody and your all your relationships. OK, when you can share your pain not and you're able to share it in a way that doesn't blame, but share just an authentic letting yourself be seen in the vulnerability of being seen in your pain, that too has a liberating effect in your relationships and all your people. Okay. So us knowing how we feel and expressing our authentic truth is a win-win, whether it's a good feeling or a not good feeling, it's a win-win for everybody. That interconnectedness again. Um, and I really feel like a lot of these friends that I've made over the, you know, traveling through these years, it's like the, the, the you know, we recognized a, a deep connection, you know, not because we had much in common because, you know, I, I don't really live a normal life. So, I, you know, what do I have in common with, um, with uh, a mainstream people? Um, but what we have in common is our desire to be heard, our desire to be in connection with, you know, our desire to, to be in community. You know, uh, one of the one gentleman a while back told me, you know, him and this guy became really, really good friends because they were in a really rocky part of their life at the same time. He um, got faced with a situation where he had to walk out of his marriage for 40 of 40 years. Right. So he had to leave his wife and he went from, you know, having his dream home and all this stuff to living in, a, in an RV. And then his neighbor you know, also had a devastating event with his partner and they um, found themselves living in, in these RVs instead of, you know, on their land and all this stuff. And they found refuge within each other's company. You know, they like really, I mean, these are, these are gruff, ho ho, men, men, right? <laughs> but they had that wisdom that they recognized, I need company. I want someone to talk to to relate with to share stories with and that's exactly what they do they get together they might have some gripes about their day or whatever and then the rest of the night is just joking around making fun of whatever they want to make fun of you know so on those levels i can i can connect with people this is what's common i can pretty much talk to anybody um 
and my and because I'm very authentic in how I show up, it's like they feel very even though I'm, I'm a kind of an oddball, <laughs> you know, and I talk about weird things, they can't explain it, but they feel really comfortable with me, you know. And and I, I attribute that to just, you know, I'm I'm real. I'm real. I'm authentic. I'm vulnerable. I mean, if I'm telling a story and I'm crying and it makes me cry, I cry, <laughs> you know, or, or I, I acknowledge the emotion, you know, it really depends. It depends on the situation. Um, but, you know, I'm just very real in how I'm feeling and that disarms people and they can be real in how they're feeling. So it doesn't matter that I'm an odd duck. If anything, I'm more acceptable because I'm an odd duck, <laughs> you know, all right. Cosmic Connection says, I find when I am in this state that you are describing, I, it actually turns people off from me. Why is that? Oh, okay. That's a great. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. So here's, here's the thing. Oh man. And I'm sorry if this comes off um, scathing. It's usually because those relationships are based on a lie. Okay. A falsehood. And, and this brings me to a story um, long ago when I was in yoga teacher training, I remember I was, I was um, 19 in this training. I was, it was the summer I turned 19. And, um, and of course, you know, yoga, it's a spiritual community. Um, the, the woman that was doing the training um, was recently um, back in the world, having lived in an ashram for the past, I think, 20 years. You know, she was very, very deep into the spiritual. And there were, of course, drama that came out because people's stuff was up. And I remember asking this question and really what it was was an observation. And I didn't really realize it at the time what I was saying and, and how it was really landing for people because um, someone got 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 done saying that, oh, well, I forgive them, la, 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 you know, and later on that day, my question was, how do you know when you really forgive? Like when that's truly what is in your spirit, when it really is the authentic feeling inside of yourself, you're truly feeling the liberation of forgiveness. Okay. Now, I didn't know it at the time because I just I was just aware of what I was feeling. I wasn't really paying attention to how that was landing with everybody. But that like everybody went silent. And what I didn't realize I was calling out was certain people's inauthenticity in saying they forgive. You know, it was a fake forgiveness. It wasn't real forgiveness. It was their ego driver feeling superior in being able to offer forgiveness or wanting to offer forgiveness. So it was, it was really a lie. No one was really truly forgiving everybody, anybody. It was one establishing their superiority over another. I'm more virtuous than you therefore. Okay. So when you have relationships based on lies, the silent agreement that's been made energetically, right? is that you stay in this lane, I stay in this lane, and this is where it's okay for us to connect. As soon as you veer out of the lane where that silent agreement is, there's something wrong with you. You see what I mean? Don't be so negative. Don't be this way. That's, you know, the silent agreement has been breached. And this is the sickness in most spiritual communities. I'm sorry to say it, but it's true. I've been in many different kinds of spiritual communities. It's an illness. I, I believe it's an illness. It's, it's like a virtue illness 
I'm this status because I'm this level of virtue. I am like this because I'm vegan and nonviolent, you know, all this stuff. It's like when we make relationships with those silent agreements in place, we quite literally agree silently not to be our authentic selves. And when we do step in, do growth, and we step into the, our authentic truth, we've breached the agreement and the other person feels that and they want to reject because the agreement's been breached. You see what I mean? Um, cosmic connections. Let me know if, if how this lands for you. Um, I can say that the first half of my life up to about 38 years old, okay, maybe a little bit more than half my life, most, if not all of my friendships were based in that. Okay. They're all based on those silent agreements of inauthenticity. Um, because people would tell me they feel like this, they feel like that. And I'd feel really good. Like, Oh, great. La 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 la. And then later their actions would, I'd be completely broad, um, you know, blindsided by their actions because they were there. They were in the exact opposite of their statements several weeks prior. You see what I mean? And I was like, Whoa, how'd that happen? What happened? <laughs> you know? And then somehow I, I was the bad guy when I had no idea that was going on because I was told the opposite of how they really feel. They were sharing with me the opposite of how they really feel. And as an empath, I was very, very confused back then because everybody around me felt one way and said something else. They wanted to say what was right, which was what they should say or how they should feel or what the virtuous thing to say, you know, and, and it made me as an empath. This is why I do the work that I do with Lightbody, because it's like I really, you know, we need to get clear. Empath is a superpower. It is not a burden. It's a burden when you're surrounded by people who lie, lie to themselves and want you to buy the lie, too. Okay. That's when being an empath is a major burden. But when circling back around, when I, in that time I was surrounded by people who lied, who lied to themselves, they wore a mask. I am virtuous. I am like this. I am like that. And that mask was a lie. It wasn't really who they were at all. I would, and, and because their words weren't matching very, very tuned in, very acute. Okay. And there are times when I can tell people are not ready for the truth and out of an act of compassion, I don't call them out in the moment. I just make note. Okay. What they said is not congruent with my, with what my data sets are telling me. Right. I just make mental notes. And, and if it, if it accumulates, you know, if it accumulates a lot, then now I'm at that place of deciding, realizing, okay, this person's not congruent in who they are. Um, do I really want them to be in my world or at least, I mean, in my world, uh, an outer circle way, no problem. But in my inner circle world, absolutely not. To be in my inner circle world, that level of integrity needs to be there because I need in a relationship to feel safe and secure to have my thoughts and feelings. You know, I need that. And I'm unwavering on it. All right, Dear Sister Cosmic connection says oh my gosh we're going over our time i'm gonna wrap this up she says yeah i'm going on 48 and just now meeting a few souls that accept me and don't project their stuff on me and assume it's me not them yep a factor in the empath thing yes 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 so yeah 
that we, we got to do the inner more inner work on that forgive 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 yourself on so many levels and reclaim your energy and this is the big thing about reclaiming energy we can reclaim the energy we've lost in the past like you know time time is but as a river flows right there's there's circular time there's there's progress time there's linear time but we can actually go through the timelines and pull all the energy where we took thoughts and actions against ourselves, made ourselves wrong, did they said yes when we met no, all those things, we can reclaim all that energy. And once we do that, the here and now existence changes because on a subconscious level, we no longer have the loss of all that life force energy in, a, in memory because it's with us again. You see what I mean? It's with us again. And that changes our relationships. So if you, darling, commit to speaking the truth and only the truth, all of your relationships that are based on falsehoods will get strained and probably break away. But the ones that are real, the ones that are authentic, they will remain. And that's an inside job. That's you staying true to you no matter what. Now, I don't mean be harsh. Just be honest. You know, I people know me. I'm, I'm going to be honest. And they all know me to such an extent they know I'm not trying to be harsh. They know that I truly am being honest because I care about them. I truly care about them. I care about my relationship with them. You, you see, I care about how we interact, how we nourish each other, how we support each other. I care. That's why I'm honest. Okay. I really struggled a lot with my teenagers. They didn't like they didn't like my honesty. <laughs> and and now they're they're now that they're in their mid-20s, you know, they're coming back around. All right, dear sister Felicia says, gosh, getting real seems full of risk and tends to reveal illusions to those ready for it. Yeah. That's a beautiful way. To, yes, yes. But this is how we save our world. This is how we reclaim our, our collective, our community again. If everybody was true to themselves and spoke truth to each other, we would all know where we're at you know we wouldn't have people saying oh no it's okay we don't mind we love you blah 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 when really they're super offended and they're pissed and and they're gonna now have an inside resentment that they can't speak right and now that's no longer a safe place for us because that's truly how they feel though their words say anytime we love you we're gonna be there for you blah 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 you see what i mean and 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 this trickles up to our leadership this is why our leadership's so screwed up one of the many reasons why multidimensionally there's lots of things going on but yeah you, you guys get what i mean all right darlings <sighs> okay i hope this was helpful what i'm talking about thank you thank you thank you everybody for being a part of this broadcast and this conversation i really appreciate all of you guys i wish you guys all well in navigating these energies remember stay in true to yourself with your thoughts action and words things are going to work out there's this beautiful inertia of life force energy available to us when we do this and we just become more solid in ourselves we just become more create courageous and we can truly spend our life force energy towards the direction of what we want to create our visions for ourselves and this planet this is how we reclaim our world so good luck with you guys in your adventure of your life i um yeah, I wish you but but all, you know, create courage and strength and stepping up and letting your radiance shine, shine, shine in your life and your relationships. Okay, so thank you, thank you. Mwah. Love you guys. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>